Offensive play calling is a hot topic after a less than stellar showing the first two weeks of the season. Casey Dunn and Mike Gundy have exactly four days to correct ship. We check in with former Cowboy back Jelani Woods and his new journey with Virginia and an overview of our face-off against Boise State on Saturday, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Lockdown Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Lockdown College Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Lockdown Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you check out both places. I'm always asking questions. Looking for engagement, trying to get some conversation started for the show, so make out, make sure you check out both of those. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked On Pokes. There's no better place to get all your Big 12 conference news than the Locked On Big 12 podcast hosted by Josh Neighbors. Follow the Locked On Big 12 podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The hot topic of conversation is the play calling that is coming from Mike Gundy and Casey Dunn, maybe or Casey Dunn. I'm not sure if they're doing it as a group. I don't know if Gundy needs to loosen the reins a little bit and let Casey Dunn do what he wants to do and and be the sole play caller for the offense. Maybe he has already done that and Gundy needs to step back in, but something is going wrong there. It is stale. It is predictable. For reference, in the first half of the Oklahoma State game against Tulsa, offense managed 135 yards, seven points, a pick six, and five punts. That's what I'm talking about when I say that the offense has to spend some more time on the field in order for the defense to stay ready to go. They're getting gassed because the offense can't do anything but three and out and send Tom Hutton out there to punt punt it. And Tom Hutton is a great punter, and I'm glad we have him. But I did wish we saw him a little less during the game. They're running on third and long. They're running on second and long. It's the most uninspiring play calling that I've seen in a very long time against Missouri State. They had really bad clock management there at the end of the game when they decided to pass while we were up uh, on second down instead of run the ball and and run that clock down some. So, you know, we know that Casey Dunn is a fantastic wide receiver developer, but maybe offensive coordinator is too much of a task for him. Like I said, we're not really 100% sure what goes on behind the scenes. I would assume that Mike Gundy does have at least a little bit of say about what goes on uh during offensive play calling, but both coaches know they have to step their game up. They've talked about it in post-game interviews that they, they have to figure something out. I think the playbook needs to be updated. I've been saying for a few years that I feel like Gundy hasn't really updated the playbook. 
It needs a serious revamp, just some youth added to it. Football's gotten so much more fun and creative over the last several years, and I feel like we're still running a very basic offense. You know, if if Gundy has more control of it, maybe he needs to let go of it a little bit. Maybe you get Tim Rattay and the quarterback coach, get his opinion into the offensive play calling room because something has got to happen. It's very similar to last year. I don't feel like the offense has taken a huge leap. That being said, I don't feel like they're terrible either. It's it's not a lack of talent, but it's just a lack of innovation, of, of some fun and creativity in the play calling. It's predictable. The defenses know what we're running. That is not something you – I don't care how much talent you have. If the defense knows what's going to happen, that play's likely not going to work. You've got – a way less chance of it working if they know what you're going to run. Fans and national media alike are calling for some attention to the Oklahoma State offensive play calling. It'll be interesting to see how it goes as they head into Boise State. Hopefully it's a, a lot more aggressive. I think Spencer Sanders did open up the run game a little bit, but it still needs to take some significant steps forward to be a competent run game. So, you know, we'll just have to see how they roll into Boise State, but it's got to be more aggressive. It's got to all click before the fourth quarter. So hopefully Mike Gundy and Casey Dunn have sat together over the week and they've sat with their quarterback room and their running back room and the offensive line room and maybe had some input thrown out, everybody given some ideas because – It needs to be seriously revamped, and I hope they put some attention and effort into it this week. And sometimes that means missing a uh, practice with with tackles to sit down and work on the brain part of the game. I, I know we have the talent on offense to get it done. The wide receiver room is great. The running back room has shown improvement already from game one to game two, so we know that they have it in them. But We need the coaches to step up on their creativity by quite a bit, I think. Hopefully they get that done heading into next week because this is our last, and it's it's still kind of a Goliath compared to what we've played so far. We'll just have to see. It's going to be a long week of waiting. Coming up, checking in on former favorite Cowboy back who is making a name for himself in Virginia, Jelani Woods. College football fans, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. They offer every sport you can think of, from NFL to NBA to MLB and more. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world by offering all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid major players you might not have ever even heard of. Prize Picks offers all the props you can think of, including touchdowns and interceptions. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus projected numbers. Prize Picks even allows mixed sports entries, like you can take the over on Spencer Sanders and the under on Trey Young. Use this award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Special offers are coming soon to locked on users. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com or go to your app store and download the app today. 
Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Now, before we move on, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure intimidating questioning and wait while someone orders the parts behind the counter on their computer when you have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket? Let them know Locked On sent you and save time and money while using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business that has been serving DIYers for over 20 years. I was in need of new windshield wipers after all the summer rain we had in Oklahoma, and they were easy to find on the Rock Auto website. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the available parts for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Again, make sure you check make sure you let them know that Locked On sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Jelani Woods has got to be one of my favorite college players. So of course I've kept an eye on him since he transferred. I cannot blame him for transferring. He was underutilized in the system that Mike Gundy runs, so so I'm glad that he moved on. You might remember he was the quarterback turned cowboy back. Now he's a tight end in Virginia. Last weekend, he had five catches for 122 yards and a touchdown. He was the ACC receiver of the week. He's getting social media attention, national media attention, NFL attention. So while it breaks my heart that he's no longer in Cowboy Orange, I am so glad that he's getting the attention that he deserves. Like I said, we just don't really use those Cowboy backs to the to their strengths, to their biggest strengths. He was severely underutilized in Stillwater. He could have been a huge red zone target for Oklahoma State. At 6'7", 265 pounds, he is a walking mismatch for defensive backs. He's just so big, and he's good at coming down with targets. You know, when he was targeted in Stillwater, he almost always came down with him, and I think he provides such a great target in the red zone where he's so much bigger than everybody else. He has amazing balance. He stays up after contact. I'm just really excited for his future, both in Virginia and eventually in the NFL. I think he has a significant chance of getting there now, certainly more of a chance than he had when he was playing for Oklahoma State just because of his utilization. NFL scouts are going to see that 6'7", 265 beast of a human that can bring the ball down when he's targeted that stays up after contact it's those are all things that I think the NFL really appreciates in a tight end I have a buddy on Twitter if you play fantasy football or if you're just really into tight ends his Twitter handle is at coupe fiasco he is my tight end guru I go to him for all my questions and we talked about I talked about him last year with Coop about Jelani Woods, and I said, you know, this is a huge guy, and we got to keep an eye on him in Oklahoma State. And then, of course, you know, things kind of fell apart, and he transferred, and now he's doing so well. So I've brought him back up, and we will be keeping an eye on him. I just want to wish Jelani Woods good luck on his next adventure. I am rooting for you. You will always be a cowboy to me, and I, I can't wait to see what's next. 
While we're on the topic of transfers, Landon Wolf, a former Oklahoma State wide receiver, transferred to South Dakota State for a fresh start. Unfortunately, he tore his meniscus on the first kickoff return attempt that he had. So thoughts and prayers to Landon Wolf. We hope you have a speedy recovery. Coming up, our first look forward to the game against Boise State. But first, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. It's that time of year again when all eyes turn to football as players return to the gridiron. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline.ag. Be sure to take advantage of promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 100% welcome bonus. The NFL season is finally in full swing. We are through week one, and there is no better place to bet than BetOnline.ag. If football isn't your taste, you can bet anything from basketball to baseball and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Be sure to use promo code Locked On. Again, that's promo code Locked On for your welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Oklahoma State Cowboys are headed to Boise to play on that god-awful blue turf. I cannot stand it. I can't imagine that it's easy to play on. It's got to be an advantage to the home team. On top of the fact that we're already leaving Boone Pickens Stadium with the noise and the crowd behind you, you're going to play on a field of a color you've likely never played on, a field of that color. Boise State is favored by five, so this is the first game of the season that Oklahoma State hasn't been the favorite. I kind of like an underdog story. That being said, I didn't really want to go in as an underdog to a non-conference team to start the season. We'll dive into some key matchup, some key matchups, some things we need to continue from the first two weeks, some corrections we need to make over the next couple days. This is just kind of a general overview, some of my feelings and concerns. I think most importantly, we have to go in ready to play. As soon as that ball leaves the tee to start the game, we cannot lollygag. Our offense has to stay on the field. They have to get first downs. I don't care if we score field goals all night, if we stay on the field. Because the defense is only as good as the offense will let them be. And if the offense can stay on the field, I think that defense can shut down dang near every team. But we have to go in and start with urgency and aggression on the very first play of the game. Play calling has to improve. More creativity, less predictability, more aggression. Like I said, just foot on the gas, all gas, no brakes. I know I sound like one of those gym rats that's like hashtag always working, never sleep, always grinding. But we sincerely have to go in at full momentum, right out of the gate, and they cannot let up at all. The run game needs to continue its uphill trajectory. You know, we had 54 yards against Missouri State, go out against Tulsa. We crack 100 yards, think we got up to 140. So I'd love to see us kind of keep that trajectory of of more rushing yards. 
I think the defense will continue to be shut down as long as they aren't gassed out at half through, you know, halfway through the third quarter because offense can't stay on the field. I'm sorry I keep bringing that up, but it is it's so important. Our defense is way too good to be so tired by the third quarter that they can't do what they're supposed to do. I really think it's just coming out on fire. We've been uninspiring on offense. Some excitement would go a long way for Oklahoma State fans. I think Casey Dunn's seat is hot, and it's not going to be if he can come out and and make some plays happen on offense. I think it would immediately cool down all the questions about Oklahoma State's coaching staff. The AP poll committee would could stand to see some excitement from our offense. Defense is great. It's not super exciting if it's not something that you're looking for. You know, the average football fan very much prefers offense. They don't want to watch a game where the score is 3 to 0. I don't mind it, but I think we can all agree that that some scoring is always going to be uh, a bigger plus to things like the AP poll committee. So hopefully our offense can get going on Saturday. I, I'm very nervous heading into this game. Boise State is no joke of a team. We're playing away out of Boone Pickens Stadium, like I said, on that bright blue field in the evening time. There is a lot going against us, and I hope this week they've sat down and made a solid game plan and everything goes according to plan, but we will just have to wait and see. Of course, I'll be decked out in orange and ready to cheer along, and I'm sure stay up way too late, and all the inevitable things that come with games like this, but, um, you know, we just got to bring it. Make sure to check back in tomorrow for an update about the Cowgirl Golf Team. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag. Wherever you get your podcasts, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!